Yes, it's Monday, and it's the final Monday before we have our break. Yes, it is indeed, but it's also a bit of a pre-record, so you see, the thing is, we're not going to be able to shout out any new Patreons today. Aww, that's because no one signed up, but also because... You know, I'm recording this pretty much straight after the last one you heard. Yes, but don't worry, we're still going to have Becca on in her little corner. Yes, we are indeed. I'm still going to review something paranormal. Yes, I am indeed. And we're, of course, going to hear one of your amazing true paranormal encounters. Other than that, how are you all? Really? Did he? <gasps> the cheeky gat. Anyway, so that's the chit-chat out of the way. So, yes, for the next two weeks, there'll be no show. I think that's okay, okay? I know a lot of people will be like, wow, oh, you're fucking joking, aren't you? And if you're a Patreon, don't worry, you'll still get shows. We've recorded a load. They're all going to go out. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's be honest. This show doesn't have a break. It's not seasonal like other shows. It's 52 weeks a year. So I think two weeks off is all right. Also, a little bit of a fib because that third Monday won't be a real show. It'll be me and Becca just chatting for half an hour, hopefully about ghosts, but you know, that's what it'll be because we, I got me date wrong and we arrived back on that Monday. So if you think I'm getting off a plane at eight o'clock in the morning um, from America with jet lag and all that and jumping right into an episode, I'm afraid you're mistaken. So instead, you're going to have the dulcet tones of me and Becca talking about hopefully ghosts. But either way, it's still going to be good. Know what I mean? There'll still be background music so that you can, I don't know, maybe make an Airfix model. Maybe continue with that crochet you've been making of the Statue of Liberty. I don't know why I said that. Clearly got America on the brain. Anywho, it is normally that point in proceedings where we would say thank you to our Patreons, but we have none to say thank you to. So instead, I'm going to say thank you to all of you guys for being wonderful, okay? So we're going to write a song for all of you. And it's going to go like this. The guitar is well and truly out. And today we're going to say thank you to every single last one of you. And we're going to make it up on the spot. So I've no idea where this is going to go. But let's see. Starting it in an E. Nice little strum effect. All you guys could listen to any other show. But you like to listen to this Marmite kind of show By Marmite I mean You might like it, but you might hate it too But if you like it, you'll subscribe And if you hate it, you won't be listening to a word I say So fuck you! That was rude, wasn't it? But anyway, thank you so much for listening to the show And if you're not listening... I can't say fuck you because you don't, you know, you're not listening. Doesn't matter. You can't be offended. Anyway, let me put this down. As uh, the vicar said to the bishop, Ooh, just dropped my guitar there. Anyway, Patreon wise, if you do want to sign up to Patreon, what you get is two shows each and every week. So that's four hours of content a month, two shows a week. The first one is a ramble, as you can tell, I like to talk. I release that around a Friday or a Thursday, dependent on my mood. And on a Sunday, me and Becca normally talk about the paranormal, although recently it's just been me. And that's because Becca's got a job now. But we get her when we can, and she will always be free from Reddit Corner, of course. As you will no doubt hear in approximately 
looks at watch, realises doesn't own watch, looks at laptop computer, and laptop computer, laptop computer, could you tell me the time, please? In approximately 13 minutes, we should have Becca on. So there you go, she is alive. Why do I say that? As if I'd ever kill her. Anyway, shall we have a paranormal review before I dig a hole? Not to bury her. Fucking hell. Yes, it's that time of the week where I review something paranormal so that you don't have to, because that would be virtual insanity, to quote the jester-hat-wearing dance freak Jamiroquai from the 90s. Anyway, what are we going to look at today? Oh, by the way, just to confirm, I haven't killed Becca, OK? I know that's what you'd say in a court of law, but there will be proof later when she's on, OK? Just to say. Anywho, what we're going to review today is a book that I bought from a second-hand store. And it is a copy of 14 times episodes one episode, edition one to 15, right? So we're talking about the very first words ever laid down in print by 14 times. Now, what is interesting about that, I mean, apart from the fact it's phenomenal, is the fact that it seems to have started as just call, just being called the news. And you could only get it by, like, sending a postage stamp to um, this guy, like his actual address. He'd put his address on saying, like, please send a postal order for 75 pence to me and I'll send you a copy of the news. And he'd basically gather up weird bits that were in the newspapers. You know, back in the day when the newspapers were where you got your news not your phone or the internet or anything. And um, he would put them all these clippings together, like of weird stories, like rain and frogs. Very 14, hence the name. Uh, I don't know at what point it evolved into the 14 times because it doesn't really break it down as a history of that, but it is phenomenal. Myself and Becca, oh no, it's just me, in fact, covered a full episode on it the other day on Patreon. And, you know, just like reading through um, the cuttings from when it started in the 70s. And I don't think I got out of the first month. You know, that's how much weird news must have been in newspapers back in the day. Is that like he could fill about like nine pages just with one month's worth of weird news. Whereas now, the closest you're going to get to that in a newspaper, because it's all ads and clickbait and shit like that, is like when the Daily Star puts on the front of the newspaper... Elon Musk is a reptile and people buy it because they're lunatics. But, you know, it's a such a good thing. And it's when journalism was proper journalism. You know, like it would be, we sent our reporter Scoop Mahoy down to the haunted house with a pencil behind his ear and a pad in his hand and said, go spend the night, Scoop. And he did. And he'll write a report. Amazing stuff. And it's brilliant. And you can get it online. I mean, I found it secondhand. And you know what I didn't get? You know, I'm banging on about this. It, it, there was two books. There was 14 times ep editions 1 to 15 and then 16 to 30. And I didn't get 16 to 30. And I wish it did. And you know the only reason that it didn't is because I couldn't carry it. Because I also bought a book on demonology, a book on Satan's Mistress, which you covered last week, um, a book on spells and a book on something else. And I tried to pick all of them up with this other edition of 14 times. And I was like, one, the bag won't give. Two, my back won't give. Will give. Sorry, it'll give out. But anyway, 
in a nutshell, find this book online. You will be able to find it. You might even be able to find like an ebook version or a Kindle, if you will, version. Um, but it's fascinating. It really is. It's dead good. It's And also because of how it's structured, because it is just news stories, what you can do is jump in and out. Do you know what I mean? Just random page it, flick it open and go, that one, and read something and go, wow, and close it, which I love about books, them sort of books, those sort of books. You know, you can't exactly, you, you could do that with a Bible, I suppose. You know, that's kind of one of those books as well. But like, you can't do that with a Harlan Coben novel, who I love, but you can't like, Chapter 10, page 12, and it'd say like, and the body was then thrown in the canal. You'd be like, what? What the fuck? Whereas with this, you can. And there might be a body in a canal, but it will all be explained within the confines of the paragraph. Anyway, my review, as you would fully expect, for 14 times, a big book, editions 1 to 15, is two thumbs up so high to the sky that God himself is saying, what the fuck are they? So that's how good the book is. So I'd go and suggest you check it out. Okay, so it's time for my favourite part of the week, and I sincerely mean that. And I think we can all agree, I sincerely mean that. And it's when we get to hear one of your true paranormal experiences. And we've had a story submission from Kirsty B. I tell a lie. Oh, no, I don't tell a lie. I thought it was Christy B. But it's not, it's Kirsty B. And Kirsty writes, Hi Kevin, hi, Becca, hi, and the neighbour's cat. What was that, neighbour's cat? I've been listening to Wintag and the Dark Paranormal for well over a year now, and finally decided it's time to share some of my experiences. Well, thanks Kirsty, and by all means, send the rest in. That'd be great, but let's see where we're going. I hope it's okay that these are from when I was quite a young child. It is. But my mum remembers them too, and they still come up in conversation every now and again. Hmm, intriguing. So this is Kirsty's paranormal experience. I grew up in a town in North Yorkshire, England. I lived in a terraced house with just me and my mum. I'm now 28. When I was about four, I remember walking through the living room to the kitchen and stopping to look up the stairs. There was a young boy, of a similar age to me, stood at the top of the stairs wearing jeans and a striped jumper. I don't remember any interaction, apart from that we stared at each other, and then I said to my mum, Who's that? She asked me, Who? So I described him, and my mum found that no one else was in the house. I didn't feel anything threatening or worrisome from him. I think maybe he even wanted a friend. I don't remember ever seeing him again, though. Years later, when I was older, and I was talking to my mum about other supernatural things, my mum told me that in the same house, she would find that the bolts on the doors had been closed in the morning when she hadn't closed them. That's the bolts on the front and the back doors of the house that she never closed as there was a key lock to those doors. I think my mum found this to be a bit threatening, but I remembered the young boy and wonder if he was trying to keep us safe. Or perhaps my child self was deceived by something more sinister. Anyway, 
Thank you for your wonderful podcasts, and I wish you all the best. Kirsty. Thank you, Kirsty, and thank you for your email. Interesting. Now, my first jump to would be, and it is more and more, more and more, I'm not kind of accepting any ghosts as nice ghosts, especially if you don't know them. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you look up the stairs and it's your nan, you're like, nan, and she's like, son, fine. If you look up the stairs and there's a woman you don't know, she's not nice. This is my new opinion. This is my new litmus test. If you see a ghost and you don't recognise that ghost, it's not nice. And if it if it's appearing in a way to disarm you, like like the way you've said there, maybe it was a young boy looking for a friend. Maybe it was the devil incarnate looking to possess you. And I think your mother has got the right inclination of feeling a bit threatened there. I don't think it was this kindly little boy trying to keep you all safe. I mean, maybe I'm wrong in my summation there. You know, maybe I'm just being cynical. I mean, can you be cynical about something that's not yet been proven to exist? I don't know. But I am being, because I'm telling you right now, if I opened our door, yeah, if I go home now, and when I walk in the living room, I look through the kitchen, um, and when I do so, I see me granddad, who's been dead like four years, and he goes, he waves and goes, hi, son. I'd be like, oh, that is beautiful. Uh, oh. And, but if I look and there's an old man I don't recognise and he doesn't wave and he just stares at me and I stare at him, I'm not going to think, maybe he's just an old man who's looking for someone to play bingo with. What I'm going to do is set fire to the house. After, of course, getting the cat out first. Uh, and Becca. I need to fucking... Uh, I shouldn't need to clarify that at this point, but I feel the need like I should. I don't know. But anyway, Kirsty, thank you so much for sending in your email. Don't forget, if you have a paranormal experience that you'd like us to read out on We Need to Talk About Ghosts, email it to contact at talkaboutghosts.com and I'll read it out because that's how the show works. Okay, so now and for the final time before we go on our break, yeah, yeah, we're going to speak to the one, the only, keeper of all things scary and dark and dingy and smelly, but lovely and beautiful at the same time, and most importantly, definitely still alive, Becca in her Reddit corner. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becca. Yes, it's that time. I don't know why I paused. It's that time for the final Reddit corner before we go on our merry travels. I'm. I was wondering where you were going with that when you said the finals. Am I being fired? <laughs> no, no, I mean, as I say. Yeah, before the break, yeah. Yeah, before um, we go on our little holiday. Um, I've already done like the the prep for this episode, and I'm tagging this on to the prep for the episode. So because right. it, it was a pre-record, there was no Patreon to thank, so I wrote a song to thank everyone. Right. Um, That's very nice of you. It was very nice, but then I ended it with, and to those who don't listen, fuck you. Oh. Yeah. Because harsh. I thought, I know, yeah, but it was one of them, you know, when you start, I don't know whether you'll know this, but sometimes you can start writing a song and you make the lyrics up as, you, as you're playing the chords. Mm. And it just went that way. Um, of course it did. So yeah. it was kind of like, something like, thank you. The show's like Marmite, if you like it, you love it. Thank you for loving it. And if you don't like it, you're not listening, so fuck you. And then I said, 
I can say fuck you because you're not listening. It sounds so a bit bitter though. It does sound bitter, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. I wonder if Marmite's bitter. Have you ever had Marmite? I don't know that I have. It's a yeast extract, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't find those words appealing. <laughs> <laughs> or appetising, yeah. anyway. So, yeah, no, I, I've never fancied trying it. No, and also, uh, yeast extract would sort of imply it's, came, it's been, like, you know, extract is not the nicest of words, anyway. Mm. But it also implies it's come from an animal, where yeast is, like... Yeast bready. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's King like ingredients in bread. Yeah, so it's kind of like saying, ah, I took this, I extracted this goo from flour. You go, yeah, I mean, if it's just the concentrated flavour of bread. Yeah, I don't um, think it is. Yeah, I don't I, think it is. Because I can't, if you said to someone, what would you say the concentrated flavour of bread looks like if you said a thick brown tar? Mm. And I'd be like, no, 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 I didn't say smoker's lungs. I said bread. Mm. And um, none of this sounds attractive. To none me. of it sounds appealing, does it really? No. Um, have you been anyway? Yeah, okay. You? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, yeah not bad, sir. Um, lots to do, haven't we? Yeah. Big build up. Doing lots of prep. Doing lots of prep. There's definitely things going to go out out of sync, um, which I'm concerned about. So it'll be. I've got my biggest concern is that like people who um, listen to either this show or the Dark Paranormal on a Patreon are going to get the other show's show. Right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, the Dark Paranormal or people will, who are, like... Um, who are expecting this, like, proper serious proper story. Serious. Go, yeah, are going to get me doing a ramble. For fuck's sake, I wouldn't mind going down the shop today. And what is bread, anyway? And um, You know what I ate? And these guys are going to get me going, One dark December night. So, uh, I hope that doesn't happen. But it might. Anyway, this is the story. It's only eight hours old. Ooh. And it's from, oh well, I'll let you do the, yeah, do the who's and the froms. I think so, yeah. Um, I don't like to say who it's from. Oh, fair enough. Was well, this newfound anonymity. respect of anonymity? Company? No, I just don't generally do it. I think you've always done it. I might have done it on your lead, but I, I yeah. think we just leave it. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I, to be honest, I've done it just so I can make the joke. Like, if their username is like RobotShit94, I can say Mr. and Mrs. RobotShit94 must be very proud of you. As in to say that's your surname. Okay. I mean, do you want me to do it? No, I, no, I, no. On the one hand, I'm thinking for anonymity, you don't. But on the other hand, for reasons of giving credit, do you need to? Like, is it a citation Ooh. needed? Oh, oh, oh. Well, but don't get into legal stuff. Really can't. I can be doing without email saying, I think you'll find under jurisdiction 7349. Um, so I'm not sure. What do you think? It's your podcast, you're going to have to make the decision. Oh, shit. Go on then, yeah, you mate, you'll have to. Oh, well, they put it in the public forum, so they're, you know, yeah, they're okay. hardly shy. Yeah. And I don't think this is their real name. <laughs> I think it might be. It might be. <laughs> um, okay. Welcome to Reddit Corner with Becca. Thanks, Becca. The title of this story is The Ouija Board That Made Us Move. Ooh. Submitted by Blippity. 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 Well, I'm sure, I, now I am sure Mr. and Mrs. Blippity are proud. It's fun to say. Yes. Let's begin. Blippity, bloppity, blue. I just said let's begin. Okay. My sister and I decided to play a Ouija board with some friends of ours. We bought it at a big box store and didn't really think it was real because you can buy it in the toy section. We decided to play in my sister's room at night to set the spooky mood. Oh, but just to say, you know... That, you can definitely wait till I finish sentences before you jump yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a, a correlative thing, that is it. Just because something's in the toy section, it's not real. 
If so, that's a large perception, yeah. Is it? Well, if so, then the, uh, my twin nephew's birthday, which is coming up this weekend, they're going to be excited when I present them with a load of nothing and say I got it from the toy store. What? They're saying it something that doesn't exist because it's, it's not real because it's from the toy store. No, is it like not a real one? Like if you buy a kitchen from the toy store, it's not like an actual proper kitchen, is it? It's like a toy kitchen. Ah, you know what? I think I, I... if you buy money, it's not like it's toy yeah. money. Yeah, I think I get that now. I think what's happened is I've woken up. Um, not too long ago. And, Were you um, thinking real as in not there at yeah, all? Imaginary. Yeah. Were you confused yeah, and not yeah. real with being imaginary? Imaginary, that's right. the word. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't think your nephews want any imaginary gifts. No, no, I no, also no. think they've outgrown toys. Yes, <laughs> I think it'll be ca- I'd, cash I'd, in a car. I'd job. just give them the cash if I were you. you know. Let's and continue. Gifts, yeah. <laughs> at first, nothing happened. We asked questions like, will my crush ask me out? Is there a spirit here? Show us a sign. The planchet didn't move, besides one of us moving it on purpose, just to scare each other. We left it in the middle of the floor and went swimming. What an odd activity to follow. Well, you what, you they're, they're from Hollywood or somewhere, aren't they? It's <laughs> yeah. not like... Uh... Yeah, like, did they either play this in the morning or in the daytime, or did they go swimming at night? It's... I know, yeah. Because oh, I always oh, associate doing the Ouija board at night. Yeah, but... or have I just proven just how, like, auto-working class I am? If, if I'm like, they're clearly from Hollywood or something, then... <laughs> They played the Ouija board, then went for a swim. Millionaires, them lads. Who's got access to a swimming pool? Like. <laughs> anyway. When we came back, the planchet was moved to yes. <gasps> of course, we were blaming each other, but no one owned up to it. We put it away and thought nothing of it. But did they, what was the last question that they remember? Shall well, I continue I, with the story? Yeah, Do you want to yeah. pa- yeah, pipe Yeah, a fact check. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Later, my sister started complaining about her sheets getting tightened around her feet at night. That's weird. That's horrible. I just laughed at her. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely from Hollywood. I told her that she must be moving around in her sleep. She told me that was not possible because the sheets were tight enough for her to not be able to move her legs at all. I just kept making fun of her for that. One day, I came home from school before my sister during this time and decided to lay in my sister's bed and see if anything happens. I ended up falling asleep and woke up around seven. I was a little disoriented because I wasn't expecting to take a nap. My sister's door was wide open and the hallway light was on. I started to move my legs and that was when I realised I couldn't move my legs. I'm getting scared at this point because I never really believed my sister. I then realised I felt a weight on my legs. uh... I was too scared to look at what was on my legs. I finally had the courage enough to look. I looked down at my legs and saw it was my cousin who was two at the time, just sitting on my legs, turned towards me. This didn't seem unusual because I normally babysit her almost every weekend and almost every day during the summer. Great right. job of babysitting her by yeah, yeah. falling asleep and leaving her to it. Yeah. And also, I do like the idea of this. She went, so I went on and lie down. It's not Goldilocks. I went on and mm. lie down to check the bed out. I surprisingly fell asleep. Yeah. Wasn't expecting that nap. Everyone expects a nap when you lie in a bed. With the hallway light shining behind her and the room being dark, I couldn't see her features clearly, just her silhouette. Same curly hair and body shape. I was still groggy from just waking up. I was about to reach for her to pick her up, when I was sitting up when I realised that she couldn't be here. She was with my aunt in another state, visiting family. Uh, This just got chilling, didn't it? It just got very chilling. Whatever that thing was on my legs was starting to feel heavier and I was able to free one foot and kick it off the bed. I hope it's not your cousin. Really that <laughs> <laughs> Hello, yeah. 
My foot made physical contact with whatever that thing was, and I heard it fall on the ground with an audible thump. And shout, why, Auntie? <laughs> my, heart, my heart was beating so fast. When it hit the floor, it made a, la- a loud thumping sound on the ground, like a toddler crawling on the floor really hard. It's the baby! <laughs> it went under the bed. Crying. I was praying at this point. I didn't know what to do. Do I stay on the bed and wait for my family to come home or jump off the bed and risk it grabbing me and dragging me under the bed? Fuck that, to be fair, yeah, no, it's it's all got a bit serious now. I took my chances and jumped off the bed. I heard something, but I didn't even turn around. I took off running down the hall, downstairs, and outside to the front. I hope it's like, sorry, I then threw a Molotov cocktail through the window. The house went in flames. Could you wait for me to finish? Who was never seen again? Could you wait for me to finish the sentences before you interject with these things? Because it ruins the flow. It does ruin the flow, you're right. I kept thinking something was going to grab me before I made it out. You see, and when I pause there, that would be the appropriate time. Yeah. We can wait to hear about your Molotov cocktail jokes. Okay. As soon as I made it outside, I just burst into tears and couldn't stop crying. This was a time before cell phones, so all I could do was wait until my family came home from shopping. They came home ten minutes later, and I was just so relieved. I told them what happened, and of course, my mum didn't believe me. My sister did, and she ended up sleeping in my room for a while. You forgot about that, and it's in your room. <laughs> it's under your bed now. <laughs> this little gremlin. You deal with that. I wish I could say that this was the last paranormal thing that happened to me in that house, but that was just the beginning. Our house ended up being so haunted after playing the Ouija board that we ended up moving out. So the mum must have ended up moving out. I was going to say, the, the mum and dad clearly have their own version of events. Well, yeah, because that's not your decision at yeah, you know, exactly. that age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she hasn't mentioned once. My mum and dad said to me, oh. they've seen this, they've seen that, they've seen the other. It might just be foreclosed. Anyway. This was a brand new home that my mum purchased. We were the first family to move into that house and we messed up by bringing the Ouija board home. So please do not play with that board. I still have nightmares about some of the things that went down in that house and to this day I can't have any blankets or sheets around my feet so I feel I can easily get out if I need to. Very weird. I mean, was it a case that it was so haunted there to move or was it a case that it was a new build house and mum and dad one day looked in the back and was like, I told you we shouldn't, we couldn't afford that swimming pool. But we're going to have to move. <laughs> we are not millionaire Hollywood need, stars. We, we need are. to downsize. And um, kids, it's haunted, we're moving. But that is exceptionally weird. Um, any comments? Um, yes, so someone said, we were in college and decided, uh, and a bunch of us decided to play with the Ouija board for Halloween. Big mistake. Big mistake. So many crazy things happened that night and almost every day after that. My girlfriend, my now wife, had to seek professional help to help her recover from what oh. we experienced. Once the semester ended in mid-December, we left and never went back. Never again have we played with it. I'm a believer. But that ties into why you won't let me have one. It, couldn't, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a demon, it, 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 but it can very easily affect your mental state. Yeah. yeah. Through, through your own doing. Yeah, I just think it's a really bad idea for you to be playing with one in the house that you live in. I completely agree. Yeah. No, not, I wouldn't even say go as far as say the house I live in. Like, I, you know... The thing I, I know, the thing that would come through, that would, and inverted commas, come through for me, wouldn't say, I'm in your house now, like a PJ Harvey It Harley just attached song. you to it. it. Yeah, it'd be, I'd be in like Primark and I'd be in a changing room and it'd be like, those jeans are awful. It's still PJ Harvey, mm. but it's, you know, it's with me at all okay. times. Like Jesus, but a bad Jesus. We've got, um, yeah, someone else at the same, this happened to me too. I still have night terrors about it. I'm positive I have PTSD, but I can't tell a counsellor it's due to pa- counselor, it's due to paranormal trauma. 
but even to this day I'm terrified of the dark. Or I have nightmares of seeing ghosts, walking in my old home, feeling things grab me. I have night terrors where I wake up screaming. It sucks so badly because you can't find help. Who's going to believe you? Ugh. And someone says you can absolutely tell the therapist that you have PTSD due to paranormal encounters. Yeah, it's 2023. They're not going to call you schizophrenic and send you to the mental hospital. Um, I don't know, but it does mean that there might be an opening in the paranormal therapy field. I mean, yeah, I'm, like a safe place for yeah, like. Yeah. Right, tell me, like you know, we won't dismiss you. I think. I mean, no counselor or therapist worth the salt would just immediately dismiss that. Like it would, it would be like, okay, let's look at how we can do it. There's obviously. Even if it's not lying reason, yeah. Even if it's not based on an, the actual paranormal, yeah. there's some fear there. So let's work on that fear. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. What I would say. Yeah, it's very good. Any more? Yeah. Um, someone says, "Oh wow, that's horrifying." So glad you left. What were some of the other things if you'd like to share? Um, and then they've responded to their own question by saying, "Did your sister ever go back to her room?" And they said, "Yes, yeah, she ended up going back. She liked to collect antique dolls, and she had one that likes to turn its head a lot." Well, you know what? Maybe it wasn't the fucking Ouija board all along. Maybe it was one of these antique dolls. What, they just lay dormant until you played the Ouija board? Why would it then come out? Well, um, why, would it, why would it lay dormant? Well, I've got a PlayStation 4 there, but if I plugged the Scart lead out the back of the TV, it wouldn't work. So maybe you need a connecting device, a portal maker, if you will. Hence, the reason you shouldn't play Ouija board. So it was the Ouija board. Well, it, it was, you know... The Ouija board's like, hey, I'm just a communicator. Don't shoot the messenger board. Shoot, using a proton pack, the demon within the antique doll. Um, right. Anything else? Um. Oh, sorry, the Ouija board would say, I'm just a proton, I mean, I'm just a messenger. I don't know why I've associated PJ Harvey with the Ouija board now. Anyway, yeah, so. me neither. Oh, okay, so someone said, I'm sorry you had that happen, and I hope I don't sound too dismissive of your experience or rude. I'd love to hear what other kinds of things happened in that house that caused you to move, if that was something you felt able to do. You told that story so well, I'd just love to read more. I did. But like I said, I hope I'm not offending you. That isn't my attention. Apologies if I have. I don't know why they think that would be offensive, but anyway. Yeah, because they, they might not be talking financially. What? They might be alluding to finances. I don't think they are, because they said we had to move. Cause, anyway. Swimming anyway, they've replied. Anyway, they've replied. Quite an extensive reply. And said, oh no, you're not being rude. I don't mind sharing. We had a pool in our backyard that had... Just hold it! Would you pipe down? Sorry, go on. That had lights in it so we can swim at night. So it was nice. I had an island floaty that could fit four people. One night, I was the only one awake and decided to just lie on the island floaty and look at the stars and space out. I've done that lots of times when I just want to be on my own. I had the lights on and everything was lit. This was around 10 or 11 at night. I was on the floaty for about 10 minutes when I noticed that it was dead silent. I felt like something was watching me. And as soon as I was about to get up to look around, all the lights turned off outside. That's I heard horrible. splashing and started to feel something pushing underneath me, like something was trying to push me toward the middle of the pool. I was terrified. I was so scared that whatever was pushing up from underneath me would flip my floaty over. I was close enough to the side of the pool to grab the edge of the pool. I scrambled off the floaty as fast as I could. As soon as I was off the floaty, all the lights turned back on. I was not about to check anything else. When I went inside, I just broke down. I didn't know what to think. Was I hallucinating? Did I fall asleep and not realise it? I finally had the courage to look through the window to see if there was anything in the pool, and of course, there was nothing. I don't like going into swimming pools anymore. 
Oh, but not necessarily any reasons about why they left the house. But they did have a swimming pool. It was big enough for a four-person floaty, flippy, flipping. Yeah. And they had lights illuminating it all around at night. And they, she used it frequently. She's definitely ran that parent's electricity bill into the <laughs> ground. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's like a terrifying story about being on the pool. But if there's one thing that lightens a terrifying story, it's repeated use of the word floaty. <laughs> yeah, it is. Especially the... Um, when something flipped my, flipped my floaty. It might flip my floaty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I, you know what, the way she described that line as well, it was something like, um, I had this terrible feeling something was going to flip my floaty. And I, I thought, you know what, I'm going to use that for all feelings of anxiety from now on. Like My therapist <laughs> is going to be like, how oh, have you been feeling this week? And I'll be like, to be honest, I felt like something's going to flip me floaty all week. She might, like, have to, yeah, she might need some context for that. She will need context and she will agree. Mm-hmm. It's not a working class. Uh, thing to do anyway from anyway. people who don't own a swimming pool thank you for allowing us into your little corner you're very welcome reddit and then um, we hope you have a lovely holiday thanks thanks so much thank you for visiting reddit corner with becca you're welcome bye guys bye i don't say you're welcome do you thank you <laughs> bye guys bye bye